Get ready for it. It's part three in our series of Do You Have What It Takes to Be Successful in Business? Hey, it's your host here, Jamie J. And in today's episode, it's all about saying no, specializing in one area, keeping real, finding the opportunity with partners, leadership in you, and lastly, being open to the possibilities. We're going hard on this third edition of Do You Have What It Takes to Be Successful in Business on this episode of the Jamie J Podcast. I'm a man on fire. Sounds crazy, but I never lose. Oh, you know I'm gonna get it. All I got to do I came to do. I'm a man on fire. And my day is overdue. This bird is never gonna stop doing what I came to do. I'm a man on fire. Today, We start with a two-letter word. It's all about saying no. Saying no and setting a standard of contact. So, Mick, when I say no, I mean, what's the first thing that comes up? I mean, aren't we supposed to say yes to everything? Aren't we supposed to say yes to every single client and all that out there? What's this no stuff? Yeah, look, and traditionally, and even when you say that still, you're like, oh, no, I don't know if that's the right thing. Shouldn't we be saying yes to that opportunity? Uh... Look, the ability to be able to say no comes from that deep certainty on who it is you serve, why, and what it is you do, what value you bring. If you know that and you have absolute certainty about who your clients are, what you, what it is you deliver, then it doesn't matter that other opportunities come. You're like, oh, I'd love to help, but no, that's not my thing. This is my thing. And look, that doesn't mean you you say no to all opportunities. You can investigate them and say, oh, look, tell me more. I'm interested. Uh, look, I'd love to be able to help you, but here's someone who can help you. You know, these are the things that we do as business owners. But once you've got that certainty, you can then, you go, no, well, that's not my cup of tea. I'll, I can refer you to Jamie because that's his thing. Or I can, I know somebody who can help you with that and they're a really good guy. Here you go, go and talk to them because that's their thing, no matter what it is. Um, and in the trade industry, you do it all the time. You partner up with subcontractors and people that um, who you love to work with. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what you do. You got good relationships with other other trades, and you say, "Oh, look, that's not our thing, but we use this guy here. Use him," and you pass them on. That's how the trade industry works. So it's quite interesting that some other industries don't do that. They try to say yes and do everything for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It comes from that absolute certainty on what it is you do, who you serve, and what who your clients are, and what your your core business, core skills are. Yeah, yeah. For me, it really comes down to um, it, it brings me back in time. I of course used to be a Tony Robbins coach. I worked with the Tony Robbins team, and one of the things that they really ingrained in us when we were becoming Tony Robbins coaches, because we had to go through a whole training academy and all that, is you can coach anyone, anywhere, anytime on anything. Now, that seems like a pretty solid belief. Hey, you know what? No matter what this person comes on with, yeah, I can coach him. But here's the thing. There's a massive difference between the general practitioner, you know, your regular doctor versus that specialist. We touched a little bit on this last mm-hmm. time. If you didn't see the show, definitely go back and take a look. But really the difference between that, that general practitioner, I mean, they make upwards of 200000 a year versus that specialist, right? Versus that specialist who's making seven, dollars $800,000 a year, the brain surgeon. Man, they're making big bucks because they specialize in something. Does the brain surgeon say yes to everything? Heck no, they don't. 
specialize in what you do, get really laser focused in, right? Hone in your skills so that it's not about being the jack of all trades, right? It's the jack of all trades, but the master of none. What if you really focused in on what you have a passion for? Myself, right? Relationship coaching isn't something that I do. I stay away from it. Two reasons. Number one, I've got an absolute rock star on my team. Emmy, big shout out to you. But also, it's not something that I have a true passion for. What do I love? I love business. Like I get excited about it. Business, when I think about it, when I think about helping other business operators, other business owners out there, that's what gets me up at 3.30, 4, 4.30 in the morning with, with no problem at all. I'm up, I'm at it, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to seize the day because that's me living in that place. Saying no to all that other stuff, saying no to relationship coaching, saying no to fitness coaching, right? Sure, I've got the belief that I can coach anyone, anywhere, anytime, and it's not my passion. Who do I work with? I work strictly with motivated, committed business operators. That's who I work with, that's my jam, and I stay within that swim lane. Why? Because I'm very good at it right? I'm not the best in relationship coaching. I'm not the best in fitness coaching. And I don't really have that true passion. Because what do we know about passion, Mick? When you think about passion, right? When we talk about passion, when you're in that place of passion, what becomes possible? Everything becomes possible, Jamie, because that passion fuels your desire to excel at whatever it is. Yeah. Because you're passionate about you put the time and the energy and the effort to be outstanding in that field. Saying no means not taking every single client on. Saying no doesn't necessarily have to be a flat out no either. Mick already said it. If, it. if it's something like, if I were to go, hey, Mick, you know what? I've got this big industrial contract here and I need you to do the plumbing on it. You know, what's the first thing you're going to tell me? Sorry, mate. That's not my thing. Here's exactly. a couple of plumbers I recommend. Exactly, right? Here's some people. Have those people. Work with those people. Expand out whether it's a joint venture, whether it's whatever it is. Have access to it. But be the better person and work with what you specialize in. Know your stuff. Get really clear on that and work within that, right? That's really what it's absolutely all about. Second point in knowing if you have what it takes. This one here was interesting because I left it kind of vague. I left it kind of open-ended. But it's be willing to figure it out and no BS excuses. What comes to mind, brother? Yeah, Jamie, look, it's, it's one thing in business that's certain is you will come across challenges. You could be delivering your core business, your core speciality, but you will come across challenges, whether it's technology because you've all of a sudden got to start using a different technology, whether it's whether it's people, whether it's uh, a process or something new, if you're in the trade industry, some new uh, technology or new process or system or some new product that's coming out that you've got to work out how to implement that you've got to install. You will come across challenges and this is about be willing to figure it out. Yeah. Learn the lessons. Go chase the people who have the information. Find the right person to assist you, whatever it is, but figure it out. Don't just go, oh, that's just too hard and walk away. That's what we mean is don't give up. Be willing to figure it out. And that doesn't mean sit there on your own for two weeks trying to nut it out. It just means have the determination and the grit to figure it out. Go, go find a specialist. Ring up tech support. Go find a tech company to help you go do something, but figure it out. Don't just give up with bullshit excuses and say, oh, that's too hard. I don't do technology and walk yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. It's better the old way. Walk off. This thing here, right? This thing that I'm holding in my hand, this is your friend. 
The phone is your friend. If you don't know, chances are there's somewhere that you can pick up something. You can get through to someone that can help you out, that can get you that answer. Uh, back in another life, I, uh, I, I was in the automotive parts industry. I actually ran a couple auto parts stores. And one of the big things that I would tell all my people that work for me is, look, the phone is your friend. Don't try to fake it till you make it. Don't try to BS someone because these are mechanics. These are journeyman certified mechanics that we're working with. Don't try to BS them because they're going to know. Instead, hey, you know what? I don't have the answer for that right now. And because of that, I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to figure out exactly who it is that I have to contact and who can get me that answer. Is that okay if I give you a call back? Great. People are going to appreciate that. Be willing to go the extra mile. right? Be willing to put in the work. We're not saying that you have to be the one that does it all the time. Please listen. If you think by us saying figure it out, that means you have to do it all the time. Hey, if you're a business owner, you know that you don't have to do anything. There's tons of stuff that I don't know. I, I'm more than happy to, to, to admit that out there, right? With, with, with social good. media. I mean, I've got a pretty good handle on social media, except for what have I done? I work with a team, a team of absolutely amazing, outstanding ladies who are just rocking it for me. Like I'm super excited to have them on board. But what are they going to do? They're going to take my game, my whole social media game, up to a completely, entirely different level. That's the excitement of it. I know enough. I know enough maybe to be dangerous and break things. What are they going to do? <laughs> They're going to – exactly. We're all laughing on that because it's true. But what are they going to do? They're going to take this knowledge, take everything, and bump it up to the next level. That's a big deal. right? That's mm -hmm. a significant deal. I learned it. I figured it out. I figured out enough to know that, hey, you know what? This isn't my jam. I don't need to be the specialist in everything in the entire business. That's why I have a team. That's why I have people doing certain things within that. There's no way possible that I could do it myself. If I was the one that was trying to figure it all out, it's like, okay, you know, Jamie said, I've got to be willing to figure it all out. So I need to figure out every single aspect of my business. We're not saying that. Have a basic understanding. Understand what has to be done. Determine who the best person is to step into that role to be able to fill that role so you can actually grow and scale your company as Kerwin Ray says I mean one of our mentors Kerwin Ray right scale equals freedom right that's what Kerwin says all the time and it's absolutely true when you make that choice when you make that decision to scale your company by adding those positions by doing all that your company will naturally grow figure out what needs to be done figure out the actions that have to happen and then go and do that Sitting on yeah. it, thinking about it, considering it, that's never going to get you to that outcome that you want. It is truly all about figuring out what needs to happen, taking the action, not making excuses. And let's face it, I'm going to put up my hand. I've made excuses. Have you ever made excuses about stuff, Mick? Absolutely, I have. Yep. Yeah, tons of excuses. We've done that. And what we recognize from making those excuses is doing that never gets us further towards where we ultimately want to be. If anything, it's having us take two steps back Let's not do that. Let's not take two steps back. Let's take two steps forward by getting the right people on the right team, the people who are true experts in that to go ahead, take that action, build it out for us so we can truly scale that business. You've got to be open to it. If you think that you're going to be the only person, then I'd have to say that business success is not for you. Oof, it's like a knife in the heart. Yeah, that's, that's tough, but it's a reality. If, yeah. if you think you're the only person who can ever solve it, then it's definitely business success is not for you. Yeah. You need to be, hey, you got to be there doing the work with them. But if you think you'll have to do everything, then straight away you've set yourself up not for success. Yeah. It's it's just a harsh reality. As a business owners, business operators, 
if you want to scale and have true freedom, you need a team and you need to leverage that team. Yep. Yep. That's, no just, uh, that's the reality. Business yeah, no success. No about it whatsoever. Yep. And that's look, Jamie, I think this leads us into the other one uh, that you put in is be open to mentoring. Mm -hmm. We said there you don't have to be the only person to solve it. And those two previous topics lead into this because you don't need to be the expert at everything. Go find a mentor in that field, that area, that region of growth. If you're trying to expand into bigger projects, go find someone who's done them before and get them on your team. Get them on as a contractor. Get them on as a whatever. Like find people that have the skills that you need and engage them as a mentor or find someone who's done what you've done, what you want to do and engage them as a mentor. There's that many people out there and not necessarily a coach. That could just be someone else who's um, an expert in the field or someone who's, you know, 10 steps ahead of where you are in business. Go and make, go and ask them for a coffee, go and add some value to them. See if you can pick their brain about what's what. These are the kinds of things that you can do to try and get the skills, get the knowledge, have someone as a mentor to, to leverage that area that you need to grow or that whatever it is you're trying to achieve in your business, whether it's social media or whether it's scaling your business or whether it's even just growing a team or, or whatever it is you need, go and find that person or those people and engage them as mentors and talk to them. And, and that's probably one of the key things to business success is to find people that are experts, find people that you can use as mentors and learn their lessons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all heard that saying, right? Tony Robbins saying success leaves clues, right? It's why he wrote that book, Unshakable, right? It's why mm -hmm. he wrote Money Master the Game. He's taken those lessons. He's taken those interviews, the things that he's talked with other experts, other mentors, and put it in there. Tim Ferriss, Tools of the Titans. What's that all about? That's a ton of interviews that Tim did getting those pieces of success out there so that we could utilize that. But it's not Tim Ferriss saying, yeah, I know everything and, and you know, I, I'm the perfect person. I know it all. That's not that's not it at all. Right. It's about going, being vulnerable enough to ask. Right. Social media. I admit it. Right. I, I've probably got enough to be dangerous and really bugger some things up, really screw some things up. But when it comes to actually creating that, that, that specific growth, it's about doubling down and adding those people to the team that can actually do that. Those people who are specialists, right? Those people mm. that know it, those are mentors, right? Those are mentors, people that have gone, that have done it, that have lived it, that have experienced it, that have seen that growth, that have, that have had that growth for themselves. Those are the people that you want to talk with. Those are the people that you want to have those great conversations with and pick their brains, right? What did you do to get here? What did you have to do? What, what steps did you take? Be willing to do that. Be willing to go that extra mile and invest that time in there. Sure, there might be a, a, a value to it. Notice I didn't say cost. I said value because that's an investment. That's not a cost. Mm -hmm. Anytime that I've invested into something to grow my knowledge, to step up to the next level, I can tell you with 100% certainty, 100% certainty that there is massive, massive, massive benefit to those investments. Mick, you and I, we talk about this quite a bit, uh, but between the two of us, like we're creeping up on three, $400,000 between the two of us in what we've spent on ourselves in development, in knowledge, in all that sort of stuff. Would you ever say, yeah. geez, you know, I really wish I didn't get that knowledge. Would you ever say that? Not at all, Jamie. Not for one minute. No. Uh, it's, it's probably the single greatest investment I've made in my entire life. Yeah. And probably second to that is learning 
from people that have done it. And out of that investment, probably mm -hmm. half of that was learning from people who have done it, direct mentors, coaches, learning, teaching, not learning from a book from someone who wrote it 20 years ago who did it, learning from someone who's actually done it. And I think that's one of the key points when you're looking for a mentor or someone to learn from is have they actually done it or is this just a being taught information that's been learned? Don't get me wrong. I, I know lots of stuff that I teach that I not necessarily have done or haven't implemented, but there's lots of stuff that I teach and that I mentor people on that I've done, you know, growing businesses, growing a team, leading a team. There's lots of things, financial. Now, lots of different things that I that I share with my clients are firsthand. That's stuff that I've done and done well. Yeah. And James is the same, but there's also stuff that we teach. But I think that's one of the keys is finding someone who's done what you want to do and using their their knowledge and leveraging that and using them as a mentor. I think that's one of the key things to look for when you're looking for a mentor or, or a coach or someone to learn from. Yeah. Completely agree with that. I, I totally, absolutely, completely agree with that. Because if you look at our backgrounds, think about this. Right? We, we, we're not psychologists. We don't come from the whole psychology slash, yes, I've been a personal development guru all my life. Mick, you're freaking sparky. I'm a parts guy, right? That's our backgrounds. That's who we are. It's got nothing to do with this industry. But here's the unique advantage we have from that. Throughout those periods of time, throughout parts, I worked my way up. I worked my way into project manager, director. I, I, I led teams. I had those experiences, See, that's the beauty of it. I'm not coming from some, you know, theoretical place where, you know, these are the theories. And if you just go and apply these theories, it's going to be great. No, both of us, we come from some very unique, different backgrounds. And we get to take that real world, practical industry experience and put it together, mm -hmm. put it to use in the real world. That's what makes it unique, right? That's what makes it a little bit different. It's not just, you know, talking theory and talking this and well, because I read this book this one time by this guy, Tony Robbins, and you know, I got to, it's not about that. See, we've put this stuff to work. We've done it in our lives, in our professional lives. And we're just simply now taking those lessons, that knowledge, putting it together. Um, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, uh, they wrote, um, um, they wrote Extreme Ownership. And they wrote the dichotomy of leadership. These are two gentlemen there. They were in the Navy SEALs, did some absolutely amazing things. And what did they do? They took that real world knowledge, that, that knowledge that they gained from being in the battle, and they went ahead and applied it. They've got a, an amazing company. It's called Echelon Front. Uh, just outstanding group of guys. And they take those leadership principles because a lot of what they did within the SEALs, it's all about leadership. It's really, truly how to lead. I mean, if there's one area of leadership, hell yeah, it's, it's within the SEALs. Now, a lot of people could say, well, how is you know, fighting the enemy relevant to business? My God, it's not about fighting the enemy. It's about those amazing, incredible leadership skills that they were able to gain throughout their experience, uh, you know, in the wars and all that sort of stuff. Look for those people. Look for those people that have got that experience, that have got that real world mm -hmm. knowledge, and maybe with a little bit of a twist. Maybe with something that's a little bit different. Uh, Chris Voss, I'm a big fan of Chris Voss. Well. He's got the book Never See the Difference, right? FBI negotiator, like who the hell would think, well, FBI, that's something different. When it comes to negotiating, when it comes to sales and all, this guy's a freaking master, right? Look for those mm. people. Look for people who have got that specific expertise. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. And that's that's key to looking for a successful, a successful, successful mentoring relationship is having that person who's got the first hand experience in the area you need. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever that is, whatever area that is. Got it. What was next? Yeah. Next part, being willing, 
and allowing your product, your service, your brand, whatever it is, to be torn down. It's like, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you had me at all the rest of the stuff, Jamie. But now you're talking about tearing down the brand. Look, it's not about ruining what you've got. If I told you that by simply reimagining what it is that you have, by going through it, by breaking it all apart into its different constituent components and assembling it in a different way or presenting it in a different way could get you 30, 40, 50% increases in your business, would you consider it? Right? I'd have to believe yes. See, Absolutely. many people, right? We've heard this. We've both heard this. You know what? They fall in love with their product or service. No, this is it. This is the way it's got to be. But just because you believe that's what everyone wants, if it's not selling, if it's not converting, there's a reason why. There's a reason mm -hmm. why. If you simply make the changes, and I've seen this. I've, you know, I've, I've worked with thousands of people. I've seen this where they get so fixated on this one particular thing. It's theirs. There's no way they can change it. This is the way they've always done it. And I'll often say, well, if that's always the way you've done it, and those are always the results you've got, unless you're willing to make those changes, you'll continue to get those results. And usually in that moment, there's a shift. It's like, you're right. right? You have to be willing. My product the other day, we were going through my website. Um, again, my, my, my social media team, they're going through the website. And um, Aaron, that, that I'm working with there, she, she looked at it and she was trying to, you know, she's trying to be good. And if I'm like, no, girl, just lay it on me. Don't, don't hold back. Right. Holding back serves no one in no way, shape or form. She goes, look, your UE coaching uh, academy from your web page. She goes, it's absolute crap. She goes, it looks like a blog. And it's like, thank you. Right? I was appreciative of that because just because, you know, I think it's good or my web designer thinks it's good or whatnot. If someone's going on there and they think it's a certain thing and they're not clicking. Right. There's a reason for that. We've got to be willing and open to listen to that feedback because it's those people, people out there that know or people that are looking to do something, yet they're not taking the action for a reason because, hey, Jamie, your, your uh, UE Coaching Academy on your webpage looks like a blog. Well, of course, they're not going to click. What does that tell me? Great. There's an opportunity here to be able to change yeah. that up, to put it into a format that looks more like a course offering over just blog posts or something like that. So you've, you've got to allow. You've got to be willing. You've got to be open to someone tearing your stuff down. Right now, let me ask, Mick. If someone came along and said, no, you need to do this and this and this, do you believe that they're just looking to hurt you? Or instead, are they actually maybe giving you a tip or two? What's your take on that? Look, I'm going to believe, I inherently believe people are good. That's one of my inherent beliefs that I was raised with. Uh, thank you, mum. And I think that they're generally trying to give you some tips or some help from what they've got, generally. Yep. And from their perspective, whether it's right or wrong, from what they've got, their knowledge, their skills, they're trying to share with you something, give you some advice, something to help, something to make your website better or whatever it is they're giving you advice on. So, and I think your job as a business owner is to take that on board, listen to it, decide if it has some merit or not, mm -hmm. but also hold some value and some weight on that is who it is that's giving you the advice. advice. If this is a social media website expert and they tell you that your website is not amazing, then I would listen to that and go, well, look, maybe I need to look at that. Tell me some more. Yeah. Don't go, okay, sweet, I redesign everything, just whatever you think. Yeah. Ask some questions. Okay, so tell me more. How can we make it better? What things should I change? What things do we need to do some investigation? 
dig down, make sure you're comfortable with the advice and what she's telling you. Okay, sweet. I do need to spend some money and get this fixed up. Okay, what would you recommend? How do we move forward here? Go forward with intelligence that a business owner, a successful business owner would. Don't just say, yep, no worries. We'll redesign whatever you think and walk away because then you're going to end up with exactly what you got last time. It's probably no input, not what you want, not not your colours, not your life. They're going to do what they want, which is might not necessarily align with your values. That's where you as a successful business owner need to take control of the situation, listen to their advice, rebuild it to how they say, but be have active input so that it's bang on with what you want. It aligns with your business values. It's exactly represents who you are and what you wanted, but it gets the results. Like Jamie, use your example for Hey, it looks like a blog. Sweet. Let's redesign it to sales courses. Okay, amazing. All right, let's backwards and forwards, and there'll be some backwards and forwards, and you'll have input, and then you'll have an amazing converting website, and we say, we'll test this and see how it goes, and backwards and forwards, and then at the end of the day, you've got a, a website that works, that converts, that does what it's supposed to, and you've got the result you're after. You didn't just say, yep, I agree with you, fix it, and walk away. That's where you as the business owner need to do the work with your experts and make it amazing, whatever it is, whether it's a project, whether it's, you know, whether you've taken on a huge big project for the time, for the, for the first time, get someone involved, listen to what they've got to say, submit how they want to submit. Don't just say, oh, well, you do it for me and win the project. Get in there, learn from them, pick their brain, do what you need to do. Uh, I'm actually helping a client right now on the weekends with, with the submission. He just, he asked me, could I help him out? I'm like, yep, no worries. You need to do this, submit like that, sending me things backwards and forwards, change this to do this. This is what they're asking for in this section of the, of the submission. Oh, excellent. And off he goes and does the work. You know, it's not, it's not just, oh, help me win this project and then leave it to you. It's, it's listen to it, work with them, go get involved. It's, a, it's, that's the, that's how a successful business owner operates. Yeah. Yeah. Have that open mind. Right. One key thing there, just definitely, absolutely, completely have that open mind. Be open to the possibilities. Be open to listen. It's not an attack on you. Now, I'm sharing this from a personal perspective because years ago, I would have absolutely totally believed, oh, my God, this is an attack on me. You're saying that I'm a failure because this part of the website is no good. Well, I'm a total failure and all that. Right. I used to I used to beat up myself pretty hard. And I can't believe that I'm the only business operator, business owner out there that might do that. What if instead, though, you reframe that response and said, you know what? These people are actually here to help me. These people are actually here to give me some clues because you know what? If they think it's a blog, they're not clicking. They don't want to read nothing. How many other people have taken a look and it hasn't converted because of that? Right? Really think about that. Think about what needs to be done. Be open to receiving that information. That, that, that information, just that, that mindset of curiosity, it will truly change everything. Look, there we go. We're, we're, we're back to mindset. It's how we started this whole, um, you know, three session. Do you have what it takes to be successful in business? It all loops back to mindset. And it's like I say, mindset matters most. If I take it as an attack on me, right, someone's attacking me, someone's saying, no, this is no good, Jamie, you're no good and all that. I've already set myself up for failure. If instead, though, I see it as the actual opportunity that it is, oh, man, I get to grow. I get excited about it. See, now I look forward to that feedback. Before, I used to cringe at it because I really truly believed it was a personal attack on myself or my brand. Now, it's like, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for giving me that information because you've just given me the keys to business success.
Absolutely, Jamie. And I'm glad you brought that back up because mindset does matter most. We started at mindset deliberately because it is the first piece of the puzzle. A successful business owner has that mindset. All of the things we talked about, the mindset for improvement, the mindset of being able to take feedback on, a mindset of making things better every day, and that's taking on feedback positively. Okay, there might not be much truth in some of that feedback. Some people aren't great in the world. Listen to it, take it on board, learn something from it, move on. It's not a personal attack, and if it is, move on. That's there. That's on them, not you. Exactly. Let's, you know, that's the mindset to be better. Let's improve, and we started on that on purpose because that's the first piece of the puzzle. If you don't lay the first piece, you don't ever get a picture. The first piece is mindset, and we finished on mindset because that's the piece that ties it all together. That's the first and the last piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it's it's that mindset of reinventing, going back to the start to improve, to rebuild, to having that mindset and not resting on your laurels and just go back in to start, start rebuilding again or regrowing or keep improving. It's, it's the way successful business owners operate. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it whatsoever. Right. That's the keys to success right there. With that said, this brings us to a close for this episode here. This was really great, right? Uh, we're looking at doing something very special with these three parts here. Uh, watch for it. I don't want to give all the details away yet, but we're, we're looking at doing something really cool with this, putting this together in a really special way. Um, this is also the very last broadcast ever that I'll be doing in this location. We're moving to our brand new location here by next week. So it's a big move day. And again, that's why it's a little bit echoey here in the room because there's literally, there's, there's nothing left. If I would if I would take the backdrop down, all you'd see is blank wall in behind it. So, yeah, this is uh, this is the very last broadcast out of here. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the time that it served, and even more excited about what we have to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to see your new location and see how it's all set up. And I've seen some pictures, and it's spectacular. Not only the ones on Facebook, so I can't wait for that too. And uh, yeah, I'll, thanks. For, we're going to do something really special with this, and. I can't wait to announce it to everyone and have a fantastic weekend, everyone, and stay successful. Definitely. We look forward to seeing you next week, same time. We'll see you then.